St Paul's Cathedral, a place of worship and a major world tourist attraction. It's also a building with running costs that are, shall we say, substantial. Many millions of pounds per year are spent on the upkeep of the cathedral so it can stay an open, safe and welcoming place for churchgoers and tourists alike. It's often assumed that St Paul's receives financial support from the government, but that isn't the case and as such must seek to serve the nation and beyond from its own resources. Due to this, while there is never a charge to attend services or visit for private prayer, there is one for sightseeing. The first time a sightseeing charge was introduced at St Paul's may come as a surprise to many as it was quite a while back, 1709 it's believed. To put this in some perspective, that was the year Alexander Selkirk was rescued after being shipwrecked on a desert island, inspiring the book Robinson Crusoe by Daniel Defoe. The year that famous English lexicographer and author Samuel Johnson was born in Lichfield. And the year Europe was gripped by the Great Frost, when a deep freeze spread throughout the whole continent, causing Europe's worst winter in 500 years but did give Londoners the opportunity for ice skating on the thoroughly frozen Thames. The introduction of the charge in 1709 provided much needed income and was extremely useful at regulating those wishing to sightsee. Moreover, in the book A History of St Paul's and the Men Associated with It, written by the then Dean of St Paul's W.R. Matthews and W.M. Atkins, it states that for over a century a fee of tuppence had been demanded of all who entered the cathedral at times other than those of divine services, and these tuppences formed the main item in the payment of the vergers. Moving on into the Victorian era and then the 20th century, there would be charges to visit certain areas of the cathedral, but it wasn't until 1991 that a decision was made, albeit reluctantly, to introduce a general sightseeing charge to cover the whole cathedral due to the increasing costs of its running. Today, St Paul's is dependent on its visitors to fund three quarters of its necessary income. Most visitors, on understanding this, are only too happy to support a place that is both a centre for spiritual pilgrimage and an integral part of the nation's heritage. The important distinction remains though that while those who come to visit and look around are asked to pay a charge, those who attend services do so at no cost, while anyone seeking a quiet place for prayer and contemplation are also admitted to St Dunstan's Chapel for free. With no sightseeing on Sundays, there are of course no charges to attend any of the services. So what does a sightseeing ticket comprise? The short answer is, rather a lot. There's access to the cathedral floor and the crypt, as well as the galleries in the dome which offer breathtaking 360 degree views of London and beyond. Furthermore, included in the ticket price, which can be found on the St Paul's website, are guided tours of the cathedral and personal audio guides in an array of languages. All in all, an engrossing, stimulating and enriching experience 
at one of the most famous and beautiful landmark buildings to be found anywhere in the world. St Paul's Cathedral looks forward to welcoming you. <laughs>